you know, Boris is still out of town. He's been gone forever. So, sitting in the guest co-host chair is Mr. Connor. He returns again. Hello, hello. Did you love the applause last week? On the- I did, I did. <laughs> yes. I could hear it. Yeah, that's usually how, that's usually, an applause usually is, um, okay, so, <laughs> I don't know what else you expected from the applause, but, alright, Connor, we'll get right into it today. So, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about inclusion versus exclusion. Right, all the inclusions. Yeah. <laughs> but not occlusion. But first, we need to get into highlights, and you have a couple of things to report, and I want to hear about the VMAs that happened last night. Yeah, they were last night, and they were insane. Highlight of your week. But they sucked at the same time. Highlight of my week, well, I am moving on Friday, which is awesome. You're what? Moving on Friday. Yes! Yeah. Yes? So excited. Uh-huh. Walked down uh, to the apartment yesterday just to kind of have, like, a little nice preview mm-hmm. of where we'll be. Um, and, I mean, my, my team leaders today actually bought a nice little sheepskin rug for me. Oh, It was so nice, and it's not actually little, but it was really... So, teamly, in case you didn't hear the last episode, Connor is a real estate broker? Yes. With yes. Douglas Elliman. Yes. Excuse me. On the, Steiner, on the Steiner Hernandez team. Shout oh. out! Shout out! <laughs> to myself! <laughs> well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Now, what's your highlight? My highlight of the week, I just got back from... Uh, Southern California went to Podcast Movement 2017. Podcast Movement is this big convention, if you will, similar to BeautyCon or ComicCon, where all these podcasts... But it's called PodCon. Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) These jokes are really hitting today. Um, Well, you know, I wanted to just reflect Katy Perry from last night because none of her jokes were hitting, so I'm really getting into character. Oh, I cannot wait to get into that. Um, But yeah, it was great. Learned a lot. Met a lot of people, um, fellow podcasters, and looking forward to making some changes, doing some different things with the podcast, which we've discussed off line already. And Off speaker. Off speaker. Off mic. Off mic. Off mic. Anyway, let's go with that. Let's talk about the VMAs. Oh, well, first off, we thought you were going to come over um, and watch them with us, but apparently Courtney had better things to do, which... Don't do that. It's true. I have a friend... Because there were probably a lot of better things to do than watch the VMAs last night, to be completely honest. Okay. I know that Game of Thrones is final... Um, episode was last night okay. as well, so a lot of viewers tuned into that, and you know anybody who wanted to miss the last hour. I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't really know when it premiered on HBO. I don't know if it was nine or ten, but the VMA started at eight, so you know you could kind of tune in at the beginning and then tune out. But it quickly it wasn't a shit show. It's part of my language, uh-huh. but uh, as it was when Miley hosted. You know, because I just remember seeing her host, and it was just kind of a mess. And last night, Katy Perry was the host, and she just fell short of what we would hope for. She seems like a really dynamic individual in real life, but when she was put in front of the camera and tried to go scripted, it just didn't come off well. None of her jokes hit. And by none, I mean none. none. (laughs) She jabbed a lot at Trump uh, without saying his name. Okay. Um, You know, kind of tongue-in-cheek where she would actually say, wink, wink. Ew. Uh, She actually said it? She said wink, wink. Yeah. (sighs) And then another one, she was dressed as Daenerys. I don't know why I know the name of the dragon girl in Game of Thrones, but she was dressed as Daenerys. Another time she said she wanted to um, have a baby 
because she wanted it to be cool on Instagram or she wanted to be an influencer on social media and the best influencers have babies or something like that. It was just a mess. Yeah. Um, it really was a mess. And I honestly did turn it off about 10, 15, 10 o'clock because I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Um, excuse me. I was done. I want to hear about the shade that she... Oh, oh, no. oh, no, no. I mean, this is... Listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> LGBTQ podcast, so we was, live for the shade. There was <laughs> some shade. There was some major shade thrown last night, um, especially by Taylor Swift, who wasn't even in attendance. So okay. she dropped her song last Thursday. Uh-huh. And I think it was released at midnight yeah. because she'd advertised previously. She completely cleared her Instagram, all okay. of her socials, and then said that she was dropping the song on Thursday night. I didn't listen to it till Friday morning because even by 10 p.m. it wasn't out, or at least on the East Coast. Katy Perry on Thursday also released a music video to Swish Swish, which well, was what? just a mess. It was an absolute mess. I kind of like the song, though, in a weird way. I don't, and I did not like the music video, but okay. Okay. Why do you like the song? Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I'm a big Nicki Minaj Okay, fan. so there we go. So not... Team Nicki. Yeah, yeah team not, Nicki. you got to watch the music video. It's weird. Um, it's set, you, you have to watch it, but it's seven minutes. You won't get back, so... Uh, yeah, probably. plan accordingly. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> so then Taylor released her um, music video to her new song, "Look What You Made Me Do," okay. at the VMAs yesterday. Okay, and in it, I thought it, at first I was really confused because it starts out with a zombie Taylor. Which is supposed to go along with the fact that later in the song she says, She's "Sorry, the old uh, Taylor can't pick up the yeah. phone right now." Blah blah blah. Why? Because <laughs> she's dead. Um, <laughs> but it, it's really cool. I, I find that that music video was very well produced because it's oh, actually yeah. a new Taylor on top of all of these incarnations of Taylor. Yeah. So it was really cool. And then at the very end, there's like this. They're all in a line and they're all bitching at each other and. Um, kind of poking fun at herself. You know, one one version is saying, I'd like to not be included in this narrative. Something yeah. that she had said herself. Another one was yelling at uh, the one Taylor who won when she won the VMA right. and Kanye came up. Right. You know, where's Kanye? Where's Beyonce? Where are the... Where's Rihanna? Where's Chris Brown? You know, where are these bigger named people? It all... It seems like the VMAs just kind of fell short this year. Now, you said she was throwing shade to Katie. Now, is she throwing shade? Because I have been reading that she was throwing shade to Kanye. Like, in and the lyrics. Beyonce. Yeah. In the lyrics and... And Beyonce. And yeah, I, don't, I don't know where... Well, that was the... I'd like to be left out of this whole narrative thing. But she threw it to Katie because... Most obviously, that one of the incarnations of Taylor said something about she keeps receipts. Swish, swish, it's a line in the refrain. Oh! Karma. Got it! Karma keeps receipts. Got it! So that was a direct diss at Katie. Interesting. Yeah, and then um, it's the life of Pablo, so it's something about tilted stage yeah because during his he concert, was on yeah, 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 yeah. So I heard that so when it came out I like got that reference but mm-hmm. and then so Kesha was there and she introed logic so to kind of wrap up the VMAs um, in <laughs> my way let say something Connor has been on this is his third week now right <laughs> Every episode, Kesha has come up. I don't. I've never heard so much about Kesha. Go ahead, please play Kesha. We gonna, we gonna tweet Kesha for you. Yes. You are fair. Go ahead. Kesha, can I meet you? Oh, um, and no, no, but you know the music video that we saw last week that we talked about last week. Yes. The one eight hundred two seven three eight two. I can't remember the. I was about to say you know that phone number. That 
Suicide Prevention Hotline. Yeah. Um, it's 1-800, I think it's 273-TALK. Anyway. Yeah, which would be 8255. Um, <laughs> so there we go. That's the number. They had a very per- powerful performance. Oh, wow. That was pretty much my cue to go. Be in. Be done. All right, well, listen. Let's get into your topic this week. This is Connor's Corner. Okay, so what's happening? What's happening here in all of the uh, pop culture? So um, there's this movie that we have neither of us have seen. Okay. It's called Beach Rats. It's not out yet, is it? Is it out? It is out. It's, oh, but we that's gotta... why we gotta go. We gotta go see it. Oh yeah. And then like... there are a few, but I'm not gonna plug those yet. Those are for the New York Film Festival because I'd like to actually talk about those after we have seen them. Okay. One such being BPM. Okay. Um, beats per minute. But anyway, so first off, it's this movie called Beach Rats. Okay. Um, and I hadn't really heard of it. Um, sorry, somebody keeps calling me. Um, <laughs> I hadn't heard of it until I really love. Shout out to Vulture. Yeah. Vulture is probably one of the biggest um, pop culture uh, places, forums, forums yeah. from which I obtain all of my news. Okay. <laughs> and so it actually takes place. It's a New York film. Uh, it takes place out on Coney Island, which Got it. is kind of like its own little world. Yeah. And you know, in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Yeah. Way out there in Brooklyn. Yeah. Have you ever been to Coney Island? Never been to Coney Island. It's a track. Okay. It really is a track. Probably will never go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can take the Q or... Q. No, go on. Go. <laughs> something. Yeah. Uh, it took like an hour. I went out there for the Mermaid Parade. Okay. And that was a whole experience. It kind of rained that day. It was weird. You really see America. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it, it, it's about this group of kids. Okay. Teens. Late teens, early twenties. Okay. Um, who are kind of just exploring their freedom okay. in that era of, or in that area uh-huh. of the city. And the new, the main guy Frankie, he's a newcomer to the film, to the cinema okay. screen. Um, but he gives. I've read that he gives a rather nuanced performance. Okay. Um, so we'll have to make our own judgments of that. But anyway, so he is out there, and it's basically about him discovering his sexuality. And so he's this more or less scrawny, but one of the what would you call them? Where they're like thin, but they're ripped. Thin, lean, lean cuisine kind of guy. <laughs> definitely, not, definitely not lean cuisine. That's definitely not what we call it. Right, 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 right. Like a lean, like a skateboarder type, right? Yeah, but like not pothead so much. But he's in this group of like. <laughs> yes, judgment. <laughs> yes, judgment for the skateboarders. I apologize. You I apologize to all skateboarders. Just because you ride a skateboard does not mean you celebrate 420 on the daily. Um, you know what? Speaking of skateboards, <laughs> I see those motorized skateboards everywhere, and I saw a guy changing his battery yesterday. But anyway, I can't you. Okay. So back to me, trash. <laughs> so he basically discovers his sexuality, but in private because everyone around him is straight. Okay. And when um, you have it, it's a. It's a microscope on this commu- on this specific community, but that can be translated to any other type of community. I mean, take for example, Moonlight. Oh, yeah, it's be- it's it it's, seemed very it's similar seemed in very, that. Yeah, it's very um, similar, but doesn't go through the entire life cycle of this kid, but just this specific duration of his life where he kind of comes discovers um, his attraction to men. Even yeah, though he does have a girlfriend in the film. Um, oh yes, and so I'm very excited to see it. I am very excited too. I actually. Google the trailer after you tell me about it. Okay. Um, and when a, the Hollywood Reporter actually reported it as being haunting, raw, 
dark and dreamy. And I think it is. Like, the mm. trailers are so... Like, you don't get a lot of the storyline. Right. Which I had to read different articles to actually get to it. Like the trailer for Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. Like, just what very, happens? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. What is this movie about? Yeah. But it's so... It looks so good. And I'm so excited. It's a different narrative than mm-hmm. your typical... I, I won't call it a gay film, but, like, it's dealing with sexuality in that realm, which I think is... Which goes along the lines of what we also talked about with Call Me By Your Name. Is yeah. It's not so... It's not so focused on the sexuality. Right, right. But more of the coming to terms and the emotionality. Yes, yes. So, kudos to those filmmakers. Beach Rats. Beach Rats. Yes, and it's plain. We gotta go watch it. Mm-hmm. And we gotta we're gonna go see it, and then we'll have better opinions once we're done with that. Okay, cool. But we'll let you all know. And we'll do it um, with Boris, if Boris oh ever gosh, comes Bo- Yeah, Boris, you've been gone for a year, so... <laughs> uh, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, one other person who was also missing from last night, and that's because she's on her Joanne World Tour with Lady Gaga. Okay. And I found out that she is releasing a documentary on Netflix. Okay. On uh, September 22nd. So, tune in to Netflix if you have Netflix, or if you need an account, just let me know. Um, <laughs> you have to put your Netflix out. I don't know if that's even legal. Can it's I? probably not. You know what, though? What's his face? Andy Sandberg did it on the Oscars a few years ago for his HBO Go account. Really? Yeah. So, okay, go ahead. I think it's okay. Go ahead, Adam Sandberg. <laughs> Finish your report. Who's <laughs> Adam Sandberg? Didn't you mean Andy? I said Andy. Andy, sorry. Sorry. I'm sure there's an Adam Sandberg. If Somewhere. you're listening, hello. <laughs> um, so it's called Five Feet Two, assuming because that's how tall she is. Okay. And it chronicles a lot of her time up until the Super Bowl. Got so it. So I'm really excited to see. I think she had a lot of directorial or. Um, Input, uh, but it also follows her, especially during her time of intense pain, like okay. physical pain, okay. and still coping with that. And you know, you never see, you always see the glossy side of a right. performer. You always see what they put out on stage because that's what you want to see, but you don't understand what's going on in the background or even in their head, right? Before they go on mm-hmm. stage or even when they're off stage. Yeah. As a performer with the performance pass. I've said things like, you know, you spend 5% of your time on stage and the other 95% of the time you spend on perfecting what's going to be on that stage. Mm-hmm. And you're just bored sometimes. So you're looking forward to it. Now is, let me ask you, is Lady Gaga your like pop diva icon? So I feel like all, we're actually having an episode on this in September um, regarding gays and their pop diva like icons and like mm. is Lady Gaga yours? Is that who you live and breathe through? Like who gives you life? Is it Lady Gaga? No, I have a few. I think it depends on what song. <laughs> because <laughs> who's your most? <laughs> Honestly, it depends. I was I was. I, was I mean, is it Kesha? No. Oh, I was surprise. thinking. <laughs> surprise. Just because I mentioned her, you know what? I bet I've mentioned Beyonce every time too. Because it probably would be Beyonce. Really? So it's mine. Beyonce's Beyonce? definitely. Okay. Um, since 2003, when she came out with Baby Boy, I remember rushing oh, home from whoa. class. Yes. Was that B-Day? When did she release B-Day? The album. That was the one after that. This was from Dangerous Thing Love. Baby Boy was from Dangerous Thing oh. Love. She did. You remember MTV making a video? Um, really quick shout out. They're also making, they're bringing TRL back out. Yes. Yes. But again. Shout out for non-originality. Yeah. <laughs> Shade. You know what? I hope it's good. Yeah, I'll do you. I'll tune in, even though I, don't have, I won't tune in. But yeah, I've been you loving her since. Me through the window. I've been loving it. her since then. Okay. And then 
I went and saw her at On The Run Tour, like, a couple of years ago. With Jay-Z? Yes. Okay. And, like, the moment happened when I felt like I was baptized in Beyonce. Mm. Like, she's performing, and you're just, like, you're, like, glazed over, and you realize, like, you are everything. Like, she's so amazing. I, I just can't even... And she's perfected what she does. She does. She's created her own lane. Mm-hmm. Went away with the lane, but she performs so well. I think she is... I would fight someone to say she's the best performer of our generation. For sure. Oh, uh, performer. Absolutely. I like that. I'm not saying she's the best singer. I'm not saying she's the best dancer, but I think her formula is so great in that she's so good at all of those things combined. Spot on. Performing like she's just mm-hmm. on point. Mm-hmm. Like, I love her. I'm not, I'm not, I'm officially, unofficially not part of the complete beehive. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they, they go in a whole lot. The well, because they're also looking at her as an entire person yeah an uh, entire I'm, being even though you don't know her and yeah, I, exactly I, and that's where we can get it i'm not a super yeah, 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 yeah. Like, do you have any other topics before i ask you before we have a, like a small discussion on the subject at hand today inclusivity versus exclusivity no that's what i want to get into next <laughs> oh, oh do, do you do you now you want to get into now we can listen to what you want to talk about <laughs> I pretty much said everything I wanted to say about the I'm done. I'm actually, it's my car here. I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> my, it's my car waiting outside. I need to go. Somewhere. No, this is why we have a discussion. Yeah. Um, so, I... I mean, really, the biggest thing was the VMAs. So, okay. Why can't I get this out? I don't know. Uh, okay, so while I was at Podcast Movement, did I, I don't know if I said this on this particular episode. I already forgot 30 minutes ago. Say it. But um, I went to a workshop and they were talking about like social change and one of the girls has a podcast. I'm terrible because I don't remember the podcast. Oh, um, podcast is uh, Black Sheep. Uh, Black Sheep, I think. Shout and out. And it's about women of color and their and like how they move through the world or okay. um, and their issues and whatever. So... I think you were telling me that before we... Yeah, before yeah. we started recording. Okay. So, the topic came up about inclusivity and exclusivity and how we navigate for change and what's the best approach and if one is more important than the other. Um, and by that I mean, is it important for us, even me, myself, and or Boris and myself, as well as you, to be responsible for being inclusive to all people listening to the Privy Podcast? Or is this the space only for our people in the LGBTQ uh, community. And so I sent you an article. such a catch 22. I know. It's an intense, it's intense, right? right it's very intense. What's the answer? I know. I it's know. It's also like, it's like, it's such a philosophical. Yeah. You know, it's, so, it's one of those, uh, because you want, so you sent me this article. I sent you this article. It was, um, it really, I mean, it made me think, which is good. Good yeah. article. Thanks. Um, well, I sent it to you, so you're not going to give me nothing? Thank you. <laughs> I can't see you. Um, so, <laughs> it's an advocate. It's called um, Advocate Published an Article, Dan Savage. There's, there are, quote, corners of gay bars off limits to women. And so, basically... Yeah, all of this was in response to that one article that, like, circulated. I remember it was on BuzzFeed. Yes. About um, women not being allowed in gay bars. Yes. And... How hypocritical can we be when we want to? We is we the we that I'm saying is anybody 
is any group right now. It's okay, not any subgroup, any, not the majority. Any subgroup. Yeah. Not so. Any we that okay, is fighting. Please get the we out, bitch. Get it out. <laughs> any we, any please, please get it out, please, please. Who wants ex inclusivity and equality? Uh-huh. How I really emphasize that T. My mother would yeah. be happy. Um, how can you want equality and yet still want exclusivity? That's not necessarily what I like. I have in mind, but that's just more of a rhetorical question of where I see this article, what this article presented. Okay. So, how do you fight for being apart with everybody else and yet at the same time want your own? It's the same thing that happened with the creation of the United States. Think about it. Are we a melting pot or are we a tossed salad? Right. <laughs> I think those were two. <laughs> I love the tossed salad. I love that. That, that just makes me I remember laugh. learning about, about that. Thinking about it in this... Because okay. it's like you still maintain your cultural identity, yet you are a part of this great salad. So do you have a... Do you have an opinion on it? So what do you think? I think women should be allowed, like, solely with this t- this okay. specific subject. Yeah, I get women. Yeah. There. Oh, my God. I agree. Get women I agree. there. Don't kick them out. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they have to be... It takes a ballsy man to be fine and just go in and do what he wants. Who cares if there's a woman in there? So, question to you. Um, let me get more specific. Do you think there's more social change with inclusivity... Or exclusivity. And by that I mean, is it more important to create this dialogue with straight people and the majority as like gay people, for instance? I'm just going to take this one subgroup out of the LGBTQ equation because this is the only, like I can speak from experience. Is it important to always have dialogue with straight people and get them to understand? Or is it more important to be within our community and create that dialogue and be stronger as a unit? Does that make sense? The former. The former. Oh. Mm-hmm. You want to elaborate? <laughs> the former, the former. You don't want to. You don't want to give me. Well, no, I think that the latter needs to be done, but not so much of we are separate, separate but equal. Yeah. Oh. Sure. Am I? Am I like going? Am I, maybe I. Maybe I am going too far. Maybe no, I'm going, no. Um, too removed or what uh I don't know what you're trying to say. You haven't really said much for me to grasp onto what No, you no, no, said. because there's so much going on in my head about this topic. Um It's like I never really thought it I actually have, because I told you earlier today, I think before we started recording, it's hard for me because I do have listeners that are just straight mm-hmm. white men and women. Um, and I think it is important for them to learn. They learn things when they're listening to two gay men speak about our existence and how we operate in the world. Mm-hmm. However, there are not that many LGBTQ podcasts that are speaking about serious like social issues and social change. And I think that is important for your... <laughs> I love how we always use these examples. Your little Logan, who is in Nebraska. I don't know why right, I said Logan. Right, Or your... We were thinking about... Your lesbian X-Men. Krista in South Carolina. Um, Shout out to South Carolina's Krista. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whoever that is. Whoever that is. But, like, it's important for them to have these spaces to feel right, comfortable and right. to feel empowered. So, like you said, it is a catch-22. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, go to... 
feel comfortable in your own community right and bring about that community of love and um, security right with your group and amongst your group but at the same time that's not what for lack of a better word our predecessors you know the movie When We Rise that HBO special yeah. mm-hmm. that's was not that what HBO? they I, I don't remember that. it was ABC that's right um <sighs> You know, three letters. I, oh, God. <laughs> and none, the, two of them were the same. Okay. One was the same, but I mean, B. They both have a B. In oh, okay. Them. I was going to say, well, okay, got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Still, that was my mistake. I apologize to no. both networks. Um, <laughs> but that's what they fought for. They fought not for us to be um, this separate group they did fight for us to be confident in who we are but also fought for the equality so that um a lesbian woman a gay woman a gay man could go wherever they wanted to and express their love and affection as the same way as some heterosexual couple does or just to even feel comfortable in the workplace right being as they are mm-hmm. and um when it comes to this specific example of this bar um when there's like almost infighting, mm. you know, can even a lesbian go into a gay bar? Yeah. 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 What's what's the big problem? Yeah, I think with the argument of women being allowed in gay bar, absolutely. Like, like have yeah. a gay bar. I love yeah. gay bars. Yeah. I feel so comfortable in them. Yeah, exactly. As a gay man. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure. I was I was at a straight bar. You know, it's not advertised as a straight bar. Whatever, but I mean, but they are. It's like, yeah. Um, it was a post-college bar, and it's mm-hmm. just not my scene anymore. And it was just like, I feel I, it takes a lot for me to actually feel uncomfortable, and so I didn't really feel uncomfortable. Right. But I was just bored. Yeah, I was just bored. Yeah, the music was bad. Huh? That's why. So, what would you say to to both sides? Let's say, what would you both say? Sides being what inclusivity? Inclusive. Yeah, yeah. Inclusivity always wins. Okay. I like that. Strong statement, too. Look at you. Thank you. Because <laughs> in, inclusivity of your group and everybody's group. Right. So, you know, have your strong identity, but never make that your priority over somebody else. Because right. you're not better than anybody right. else. Right. Exactly. We're all in this together. No. Is there a reason why you... Is there a reason why you... Had a high school musical reference right there? (laughs) But were you not confident? Is that why you whispered (laughs) the the, the lyrics to that or... (sighs) Okay, got it. It was a moment. Okay, maybe I'll... It was a moment. Went through the choreography in my head. Kenny Ortega's choreography. Um... But yeah, what I don't, about you? What about you? What about you? What's what about name? you? <laughs> I tend to talk about. God, it's super hard because okay, so I, you know, I'm the double whammy. I'm black and gay. So, so right. Which honestly, okay, and I know this is going to sound horrible. Oh shit! Let's pack up the. I'm about to pack up the book. It go, shouldn't be. No, I, I, no, I absolutely agree. It shouldn't be. However, yeah, we just had another one of those moments where it's like, fuck, what's Connor? What's Connor gonna say? Yeah, I was like, what is about about to say? But it shouldn't be. No, you no. shouldn't have to say. But but what's we the would li- what the reality, reality exactly. So with that reality, I feel like it is somewhat of a balancing effect. Mm-hmm. It sounds great in theory to be inclusive, but there's so many people in that inclusive realm that are not for us. Mm-hmm. So at times, I feel like you have to be somewhat exclusive to get the community together. 
and then fight to be inclusive together as a unit. Does that make sense? Which is kind of what you were saying, but... Yes, and you're taking a step It's much hard. More. Yes, yeah, and it's, it's a hard thing to, to think about. Even when I think about this podcast, I'm like, ooh. Because there are things you're still fighting for. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh. I don't want to be on, like, the soapbox, like, I don't know what that sound was, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. But, like, do I need to make that clear voice for my LGBTQ brothers and sisters? Or do I just need to keep it very broad? And, like, I never want to be PC. That's the thing. Mm. But they're... But PC sometimes gets more... More of an opinion from a vast amount of people. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, if we were only... I think Boris and I, as well as you, we all kind of speak from a mass... Kind of appeal. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. we don't use a lot of like gay jargon. I don't think, or maybe it's because I'm into it. So, <laughs> so I don't know. No, but your appeal is to a wider audience. Yes, you're not trying to secularize your audience because then you are creating. I mean, kind of what I was trying to re- reference with Katy Perry is you're only catering to a small subset of people, and that's right. not that's not your goal. You're right. you're catering to a larger set of the LGBT community, right. but you also want to expand upon that right. so that it can be this bigger group. Right. God. A lot of things to think about. Yes. A lot of things to Very think about. Very much so. And then where's the social responsibility lay with you as a podcaster oh. as this channel oh. to then make political statements? That comes to an ending point for me. I just can't even go on. That's, that's a strong question for me to think about. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> always a pleasure. I'm I had so, so much fun. Exci- as always, mm-hmm. thank you for your report on the VMAs and all your the beach rats. We're going to be watching that soon. Yes. Now, should we wait for Boris to come back or should we just do No. It? <laughs> <laughs> no, Boris, we'll wait for you. <laughs> will we? No. <laughs> let's look at the, the show times and I'll try to coordinate with Boris. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, because I'm pretty free this week. <laughs> <laughs> me too. It's Labor Day. Like, everybody's already moved. They're yeah. Like, me. So, we're going to go watch Oh, my God. I cannot wait to review Beat Tracks. Um, and hopefully have the creators and writers and producers on uh, the Privy. I have some great things coming up um, with the Privy in September. So, watch out for that. Please be sure to tweet us at the Privy Podcast. Um, I actually have some letters that um, we will actually be answering on future episodes. So Ooh, look out for that. that. I'm super excited about that. Again, hit us up on the on the Twitter. On the Twitter. How old am I? On Twitter at The Preview Podcast. Um, and that is it for today's episode. You guys have a great week. And that's it. Everybody have a wonderful week. Thank you for having me. I, I love how you just said the same thing I said. And you just <laughs>